Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Sports Bar with Danger and Vitaglia. All the respect in the world for them and you know they handled us rather easily in the preseason to be honest with you. T.J. Watt out. The Bills are a significantly better football team than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I think the Bills, they should win by, by double digits. I would expect it to be a relatively tough game. Honestly, I think they're going to win, but I wouldn't expect an easy one. I don't think anything is easy at this time. Mike Danger. You can't lose to Mason Rudolph at home in the playoffs. I'm going to tell you right now, I think the Bills win that game just based on better quarterback, more talent, obviously better team, right? But I don't know that it's by two scores. Gene Vitaglia. My concern, I'll say right off the bat, and what is the great equalizer in football? It's the weather. Who knows what can happen, Danger, if uh, you know things kind of get mucked up there. So, yeah, this is not a layup, so speaking, it's the Steelers coming up. Michigan National Championship. Oh, who cares? We're innocent. Cheating work. On to the Sabres. Hey, Seattle. The booing is okay. It just means you're hockey ready. Let's go, Amherst. 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Now, truth be told, I haven't been outside that much today. I came in this morning. There were some flurries, but it wasn't what I would call, like, treacherous or windy or anything like that. Now, I haven't been outside all day. I don't know if... The wind that we were supposed to get is all of a sudden picked up or gotten really, really out of control, but everything is canceled tonight. Like I've gotten so many like text alerts about this is canceled. This event is canceled. After school, all these cancellations. What are we doing, guys? Well, maybe maybe they have data that that you know that would show tonight wouldn't be safe. I don't know. Maybe maybe I share with me the one thing I learned today. Actually, I kind of knew this. It was just kind of a confirmation. Your wife does not listen to our show. Oh, no. If she, if she did, what she told you this morning, like, oh, come on. So, no, she doesn't. In fact, in my house, for the most part, sports are a great repellent. Tonight, I'll be watching the Sabres in the tank all by myself. I call it the tank because it is kind of like a team tanking. I go into the tank knowing that I'm going to make bad decisions all in the hopes of emerging a better, more well-put-together franchise. It's the tank. Do we have like a, a little cooler downstairs? Or do you have, do you have to walk upstairs? Uh, you know what I got? I got a, a bourbon cabinet just recently. Oh, just recently boy. perched a bourbon yeah. shelf and a, a nice bourbon cabinet, a nice collection for all my bottles on display there. It's got some LED lighting and it pulsates to music if I ever want to use that, which I never will. But it's just <laughs> nice to know that it's there, Gino. 
No, I, I will be in the tank watching the Sabres tonight, and my girls will be doing whatever else they're doing in the house. It's a great repellent. So you're right. She does not listen to the show, and she knows. She, I mean, she knows at this point, especially this time of year when we get to the weather and, and you know, it's going to be cold. It's how cold it's going to be. Dangerous temperatures, snowstorms, all of the stuff that happens this time of year. Then I'm just like, yeah, we'll be fine. We're equipped for all of this. Like if if we're talking about a massive snowstorm hitting the south, yeah, they can panic a little bit. They don't get that every day, but we get this pretty much every day, every year. Now, the high wind thing is is something that's always dangerous, right? I mean, if you get ice, if the tree limbs are, you, you could be talking about power outages and all that stuff. And I'm not trying to diminish anything, but it does feel like we generally speaking we just get so wrapped up in what the the weather person is saying and we're just terrified of the, the excuse, excuse me i don't like oh the your count. attitude the count is here you do not you should be scared my danger uh, i am count hesco here to talk <laughs> about the weather fear drives ratings i mean fear of the weather my danger yes cancel after school activities it's going to be windy tonight how windy how windy 20 30 40 miles an hour <laughs> <laughs> Poor Scott Hetzko. He does. He. We don't even. We like Scott Hetzko. He's a good dude. We just dubbed him Count Hetzko for no reason. I don't understand it, Count. So, is there snow coming in with this storm? No, no, no. Just rain. Just rain. Oh, do we know how many inches of rain we might be getting? <laughs> Quarter inch, half inch, full inch, possibly. Ah, 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 ah. Mike Danger, you apologize. People should be very scared. That's All why right. you need to watch 13 VAM news tonight, or your life may be in danger <laughs> what <laughs> it's the it's the lightning strike for me what what channel is it on is it a channel seven no eight no nine 13 13 vam news watch tonight not on channel 11 not on channel 12 on channel 13, 13. Ah. Ah. very good all right. So uh, be safe out there. I'm, I'm not diminishing the weather. Be safe. But yeah, but my wife pulls me aside. She's like, I don't know. Do you think we should, you know, get the bungee cords out and, and, and just kind of tie down some of the stuff in the backyard? I'm like, we will rebuild. We will be okay. If something blows across the patio, I'm pretty sure. Y- yes, I will. Fine, fine. And then and then the audacity, the gall after I do it to say, you know, maybe we should use another bunch. Like, do it ever, do it ever. However you want to do it, you do it. I'm out of here. Go on. Done. <laughs> Just made me so pissed off. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. You're going to come home to a cold house. No, everything's on. fine. She's a saint, and she has a lot of patience for me, especially this time of year when Count Hetzko starts making the rounds. Like, at what point do we get the call? Or is it a letter in the mail? Like, hey, stop. I, we have friends at 13. We do. We, Catalana, the entire sports department has been on the We like bar. Steve Sinusol. And, yeah, I, I, and I love Scott Hetzko. I think he's the best. He's all class. Love that guy. But he knows his survivor football, Gene. It's, it's knows true. Knows his survivor football. Viking fan. We'll, won't hold that against him. But other than that, I don't know how... <laughs> 
how the count from Sesame Street became Scott Hetzko, but that's where we are in the sports bar. It's time for some takes on tap. Yeah, I don't recall an NFL team going about their hiring process the way this team is. They got to hire a GM and a head coach. I'm talking about Carolina. Did you see this danger? They officially announced their candidates. Nine men for head coach. Eight How men, many? Nine. Nine times. Eight men for general manager. Like, this is some sort of reality TV show. Like, hey, everybody, here's our candidates. The coaches are all coordinators. The GM's working for other front offices. And no, there aren't any Bills connections here. And yes, because of the Rooney rule, you do have to kind of disclose your interview. But what, what, what purpose does this serve, announcing this up front like this? I know because they're hiring a new head coach. Danger that makes Carolina ineligible for hard knocks, mm. but they are a television show that is content. I want to see the tyrant boss and people having to be worried around him and everyone that I want to see more Carolina. I'm I am fully invested in the tire fire that is the Carolina. Speaking Panthers. of thirteen, I'm coming this fall to ABC, a new season of The Bachelor, NFL, starring David Tepper. Down on one knee, asking NFL GMs and coaches, will you accept this rose? Will you please come work for me, despite my reputation for being a giant D? Yeah, yeah, that's that's reality TV. I, I think the only reason why you put out a list of the names of your candidates is to give off the impression that you have a plan. Or that we're going to talk to really everyone and anyone, but the new owner isn't even, not even that. No, Tepper will like, okay, uh, Bill Belichick, what amount? Here it is, blank check or Harbaugh or whatever. Like who, would there be any big name that would take that check? Hmm. I Not if they have opportunities, they wouldn't. Like Bill Belichick, if he becomes available, I would assume would have opportunities. If Jim you're talking Harbaugh about like a, a college coach, you know, you, you look back at history, it was uh, Matt Rule, Matt Rule right? yeah. and that failed spectacularly. I, yeah, that's a tough one. I don't know. I mean, I know that those jobs are few and far between, and ultimately that's going to land, that, that, that you are going to fill those positions. We'll see which sucker, I mean, lucky guy, gets to work in Carolina for, for David Tepper in this season of The Bachelor. Will you accept this, Rose? Can we go back to Sunday, the Saints? pouring it on late on Atlanta because on the surface, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday, it feels pretty cut and dry, right? Jameis Winston overrides the coach's play call. He called uh, Dennis Allen called victory formation, further embarrassing Atlanta's head coach, Arthur, Arthur Smith further. And Jameis may make plenty of bad decisions on the field, but he's for sure one of, if not the funniest player in the NFL and absolutely unreal as a teammate. Gino, I don't know if you if you did this, but I went back and I actually watched and listened to his post-game comments. This is Jameis Winston on that decision. Well, I apologize to DA because the play was was victory. Uh, but I also explained to DA that it was a team decision. And uh, and I think when you have the a team morale, and I asked the guys, I say, guys, like, what do you, what do you want to do? We know how much Jamal means to this team, and and I understood from DA's perspective, so I I, I give him that. Yeah. But DA didn't condone that at all. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't. However, uh, we decided as a team to do it, and man, we got an interception to the one yard line. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. 
Right. So if 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 we would have scored, would it still would have been disrespectful? Yeah, right. You know. So uh, Tyron wasn't in either, was he? No, Tyron was not not in. <laughs> no, uh, just but it was it was a, it was an offensive mean, team stopping, discussion. Stopping uh, however, when you when you return the ball to the one yard line and you have that opportunity, we just had that opportunity and uh, and we decided. Do you think it's a kind of thing? So you have Winston basically explaining with not apologizing, unapologetic, other than to apologizing to his head coach, who he completely went against, right? I thought that whole thing was hilarious. Just listening to how he's killing everyone with kindness, just cold blooded. Dennis Allen might feel differently as it speaks to his lack of organizational control. But if you're a player, if you're in that Saints locker room, you want a guy like that on your team and he's not wrong. You're headed for six with a pick the play before Dennis Allen head coach went against what his team wanted to do. And for what? Just to protect Arthur Smith's ego, to not be called Bushley. Even Smith admitted afterwards in his post-game press conference that they got their asses kicked regardless of that late touchdown. Winston's a free agent. Maybe other coaches, as we talked about yesterday, will look at this play negatively and this player negatively. I tell you what, any locker room in the NFL would love to have a team first guy like this guy around. And ultimately, this isn't really a story, except Arthur Smith was a baby afterwards. Players do things that coaches don't agree with all the time and vice versa. And when Jameis Winston is out of the NFL, there's a part of me that's going to be sad because he's a funny dude. He showed up one time before a game. Empty briefcase telling his teammates that what's inside is what separates them from greatness. Nothing. Here's an empty briefcase. You know what's inside this? Nothing. You know what separates us from greatness? What's inside this briefcase? Nothing. He He's like the Gallagher of wow. NFL backup quarterbacks. He's a funny dude. Um, and, and if you're a, a Saints fan, right now I'd be pissed that your head coach is is standing up to the podium apologizing for running up the score on your biggest rival? Right. That's soft. I'm with Jameis, man. Okay, so Jameis, I give him credit because that doesn't sound like typical NFL player no. speak there. That was just refreshing and honest. Danger. He's not team first. Who's in charge of the team? The head coach. You cannot go against what the head coach wants. Now, Dennis Allen's kind of... Uh, Kind of a passive guy. That's my impression. I, I, might, I might go as far as to say what we just heard. Dare I say, take of the year nominee. Hmm. Team first. I'm going against the coach and I'm going to call this play <laughs> team first. We decided as a team to go against our defensive minded head coach, by the way, and call this play at the goal line instead of taking a knee. Well, it, it's funny. Let, let's nominate it. Because here on January 9th, where will Jameis Winston be at the end of the year? Does he <laughs> stay with the Saints? Does he hook on somewhere else? That'll be a fun is exercise. He a, is he a bridge quarterback for some other team? Like, as far as guys that could be bridge quarterbacks, Jameis, he can show signs of life. He did put up a lot of yards, though, when you're throwing oh my God. interceptions. He, but. he makes so many bad decisions on the field, but he don't care, man. He's going to fling it. And you can tell right there, like, again, bad decisions on the field, but I love I love that personality. I love how he was dealing. And, he, and you know, the clip continues. It's a long clip. We're not going to play the whole thing. But there was a, uh, a reporter that was challenging him on it about, you know, hey, you got to face these guys twice a year. He's like, we already faced them twice a year. We beat them. Why would I have to worry about that? He's like, well, next year you got to face them twice a year. It's like, I'm, I'm not worried about that. We're not worried about that. Why are you worried about it? Yeah. And like, do you have the, any regrets? I have no regrets. This isn't about regret. This is about team. Does the new coach bring up the video of that? I, I don't know. Like the new. 
like if, if it's McDermott, yeah. Like if he, McDermott's talking about the preseason for crying out loud. I mean, like. it is almost a fireable offense when you consider that Dennis Allen has that little control over what the offense does and you're forced to apologize because you feel like that's the right thing to do. I hate that if I'm a Saints fan. Yeah, I, it's well, the lesson here is we mock baseball for their unwritten rules, as they should. Baseball unwritten rules are crazy, but every sport's got them to a certain degree, do they not? Like, if, if you did that in high school, wrong. If you did that in college. All right. Uh, but, but, but if Arthur Smith just goes across the field, shakes his hand, walks off the field, takes his comeuppance, and talks about how he got his ass kicked in the postgame, I don't know that this is a story. It's because he was a petulant child because we know who his character is, right? We know what Arthur Smith is about. He's the smartest guy in the room, and he doesn't care about what you think. And good for good for Jameis Winston on doing that to a dirtbag like Arthur Smith. I think a lot of us don't didn't realize what led to that first and goal that it was a pick six tackled at the one. So what the, the Saints of the they're supposed to kneel down at the right. one? Right. No, you're going for the touchdown. I loved it. You're, you're pros. You don't like it. Too bad. Stop, Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. I love it. Yeah. I, I feel like we're really fortunate to have Annie Barron's from Yahoo Fantasy join us weekly during the regular season. And he's got a piece up now titled about the five fantasy lessons uh, from this past year that we learned. I want to highlight one here, Danger, not to take all Andy's thunder. It's the tight ends. The days of overpaying for a Travis Kelsey and before that overpaying for a Greg. They're over. Sure, Kelsey's still good. That's not the point. The point is the leading tight end in fantasy, Sam Laporta. Dalton Kincaid, for he wasn't really used the first four games. He cracked the top 10 as a rookie. There are second-year players in Jake Ferguson, Trey McBride, also in the top 10 of fantasy. Isaiah Likely, just outside of the top 10. The new talent at tight end in this league, it's exciting. Maybe 2024 can also finally bring out the production in Kyle Pitts. I think that... Um I, I hear what Andy's saying, and I don't disagree. I think he probably wrote that article just so he could say that Laporta was the number one tight end, right? Like the the rookie, t- he was the number one tight end in fantasy scoring yeah. this year. Um, and, and we know how much Andy's Andy's man crush on Laporta is well documented, being an Iowa guy. Um, but I would still say, because of position scarcity, Laporta's probably in the first two rounds. Well, I think the point is, though, that you could wait on a Jake Ferguson or a Dalton Kincaid, or there are these other candidates, not to mention guys that the safe plays like a George Kittle or somebody like that. Hey, before we get to uh, Amherst head coach Seth Appert, who joins us every Tuesday at this time, here's something for you to do. Try this move. Set a tone. I debuted it over the holiday with folding my laundry and I could see this applying to clearing your driveway, mowing your lawn in the spring. Give yourself a time limit for the mundane tasks in your life. I want you to set that timer on your phone or on your watch. Knock down a personal best every single time. Share it with those closest to you like the champion that you are. It's a strong play, Gino. Like you walk in, how was your day, sweetheart? You know, I hit my PR emptying the dishwasher this morning, sub three-minute pace, no big deal. You're dragging the trash out to the bin, the trash bins out to the curb there with 4-3 speed. I feel like this play really sets a tone. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm all for like inventing games within your head yeah. here. Like you're as far timing as, uh, yourself. Yeah, time yourself yeah. you, you're going for the personal record this weekend. If you're if you're folding laundry like I am uh, on a Sunday or on a Saturday, you're timing yourself. You're going for that PR. 
emptying the dishwasher, any mundane task. You tell me if this is weird or not, mundane task, okay? And I try to do this just just for fun. I look at where my gas uh, gauge is at, Ah. and I look at the price per gallon. Uh And before I start pumping in my mind, I try to calculate the number. I'm still waiting for the day when Mm. I hit it. I've come within two pennies, Danger. Mm. So the the mundane task. The the neurotic in me has to end on a round number. So like if it's it's never, it's like it's going to be 65 or I'm going to push it to 70. Uh, maybe 68. You know what I mean? Like, really? I, yeah, I, for that. Oh, I don't top off. Yeah. That's the neurotic me. I always top off and I'll always push it. I'll push it both ways. You remember the Seinfeld episode where Kramer's driving around with an empty tank of gas oh, yeah. with the needle pegged on E. I do that way too often. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, there's, there is something to it. Like, oh, I don't like that anxiety. Dude. I was driving. <laughs> By the way, just, just as a side note, find something in your life that you love as much as West Siders love saving 10 to 15 cents on a gallon of gas, because the line at BJ's is ridiculous. Well, that's a West side thing, but then you have West Siders that actually take it a step further because for whatever reason, and somebody from the BJ's world has to explain this to me. Why is gas more at the BJ's in Greece than it is Henrietta? Everybody knows the BJ's in Henrietta wow. has the cheapest gas wow. danger. So whenever you're down there, no, I'm, but that's it. That's ne- a line. I'm Holy mackerel! Yeah, I'm never really down there. I've got my my spot, and I'll always push it. I'll look at my gauge that uh, you know the electronic gauge that tells you what your range is and how many miles you have left. I pushed it to zero a couple of weeks ago. Oh, Just absolutely dude. pushed it to the limit. Dude, do not call me. I then felt when you really... so alive. Just have like you Kramer. ever run out of gas. Never. See, I have. That's just a lonely, <laughs> sad feeling. I've had car problems. I've had plenty of car oh, problems. We all have. Never right? ran yeah. out of gas. Never happened. Like to push it. Push the limit. Uh, yeah, that that is. Uh, so, so you're like a gambling man. You're like, all right, well, you know, what's the over under on what it's going to take to fill up my tank? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's funny. Uh, Seth Appert, Rochester Americans head coach. Big weekend series in Charlotte. We'll get a preview next on the fan. <laughs> You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fan Rochester Sports Update. Tennessee Titans today firing their head coach, Mike Vrabel. Buffalo Bills players off today. For the Steelers, it's going to be Mason Rudolph making the start at quarterback. Bills head coach Sean McDermott talking about those Steelers. You know, we got a good football team coming in here who is very resilient, uh, very well coached. They have a talented roster, and, um, you know, this is going to be a good football game, and we've got to prepare for that. Um, so, um, you know, we've got some work to do here. Our coverage Sunday will begin at 9 a.m. Tonight, the Sabres looking to make it three in a row as Seattle comes to town. Sabres hockey tonight can be heard on 96.5 WCMF. The Amherst back in action in Charlotte coming up Friday and Saturday. We'll talk to head coach Seth Appert coming up next year in the sports bar. we got St. John Fisher basketball tonight. The Cardinals hosting Cuca. Our coverage begins at 730. Gene in the sports leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan Rochester. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm super excited for that. I mean, it's something I've never been able to do in my career. Uh, I've never had an outdoor game uh, since I was like a 12-year-old playing outside. So I'm excited. I'm really excited for this. Um, and I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. Amherst goaltender Eric Comrie. Big weekend for the Amherst playing in Charlotte. One of those games being an outdoor game. We bring in Amherst head coach Seth Appert into the sports bar. Let's start there, coach. Um, first weekend with Comrie in net. How'd it go? Well, it was a good weekend. Uh, obviously playing Cleveland, uh, the top team in our division right now. and uh, Played real good at home, real solid game. Uh, one three to one. Comrie was excellent in net. Uh, very stable, calming presence, uh, which was which was great. Uh, then chased each other down the the interstate. Um, you know, get in late, both teams, uh, and and uh, we were in a shootout on on the, on Saturday. Uh, unfortunately, lost six five in overtime, but a lot of good things. Like we were playing really good and found ourselves down two goals. You know, multiple different times in that game, three to one, four to two, and five three, and and still kept fighting back uh, to get a point at least. Obviously, it would have been nice to win two, but um, a lot of good things last weekend. Yeah, Seth, I wasn't able to go Friday, but I was able to catch the radio call. And in the post game, like in the arena, uh, they had Andrew Mossberg's interviewing uh, Eric Comrie and. I, I'm just listening to Comrie. I'm like, wow, he really is invested talking about how important that win, talking about his teammates. Sounds like pretty much some, some athletes maybe come down and they're not too happy from the outside. Seth, uh, is it fair to say that uh, he's come down with a pretty good attitude here? Yes. Um, I, and, and to his credit, I'm not sure he's ever had a bad attitude a day in his life. I mean, he is, you want to talk about a positive uh, optimistic, energetic, hardworking person. I mean, that, that is Eric Comrie. He is, uh, he's awesome. Uh, he's fun to be around. He's infectious. And, uh, and he knows for his career, uh, he needs to play, you know, and, and he's proven in the past that he's an NHL goalie and, uh, he can prove that again. Uh, it's just hard to prove it when you're not getting the nets. And, uh, this is an opportunity for him to get the net more often. Seth Appert, our guest in the sports bar, Danger and Bataglia, as the Amherst are set to, to travel to Charlotte this weekend. Before we get to that, 
Seth. Uh, can you give us an update on the health of your team? Any injuries, uh, concerns, anybody on the mend that we need to know about heading into this weekend? Yeah, we're healthy right now. First time in, in you know, quite a bit. Uh, to get Zach Matza and Ethan Prowl back was huge. Um, Matza had two goals and assist on uh, on Saturday night. Um, you know, quite frankly, we probably have too many bodies right now at all three positions, which makes it a little, uh, you know, you just have to manage that with guys with ice time and uh, having to scratch too many good players. Uh, sometimes that's an issue in the American League. You, you don't want to be too beat up, but sometimes being too healthy is a problem as well. Um, so we have to manage a little bit of that right now, but we, we do have a good lineup right now for sure. Now, Seth, like in, in our business, in the broadcasting business, like you're, if you're talking to the crew or whoever it is and you bring up the word overtime in, in, a, in a premature context, uh, you could get fined. You'll have to buy coffee for everybody else. Like it's, it's frowned upon. That's a superstitious thing. Um, I, I'm just wondering, like your team, it's remarkable how quite often 60 minutes isn't enough to settle it. Is it, is it part of it like the never say die attitude or part of it is just kind of hockey and it's cyclical? What, what did the apostrophe S on that too? I mean, teams, because yeah, this, it Sabres, traveled with yeah. you and you were behind the bench in Buffalo as well, coach. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I think technically they aren't all one goal games. Obviously the overtime ones are, but like, I do believe like, cause sometimes you score an empty net goal. And, and so it's not classified a one goal game, but I think, I think it's like 26 of 31 games this year are technically one goal games being like one goal in the middle of the third period. Um, and I think like a third of them, I think I saw a stat that 25 or last 75 have went to overtime. So um, I guess probably from a, if you look at the negative, you probably were a young team that sometimes has had trouble finishing games out uh, in, it, when we have the lead. I think if you look at it from a positive perspective, we're a really resilient team uh, that over the last couple of years has, has not given up on each other and, and has fought to the end and found a way to get a lot of games into overtime. So um, I'm a glass half full person, so I'll probably choose to look at it that way. Uh, but I think it's probably a little combination of both. All right, walk us through your itinerary here as we uh, inch closer to the weekend, and it's a big one as the team has back-to-back uh, games against Charlotte, and we know the outdoor game is is certainly something that's got a lot of people's attention. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I've never been part of one. So, um, you know, it's funny, too, like I was talking to Michael Bass, our trainer, today, and um, he said this is like his bucket list. Um, yeah, I was like excited. He's like, he beamed. He was like, Oh, this is my dream come true. He's like, I've wanted to either go or participate in an outdoor game my whole life. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. You know, just the guys are excited about it. And, and, uh, um, I think it's even like the, the setting in Charlotte is, is perfect. I mean, it's a, it's the, the field is gorgeous, but it's right downtown. The skyline's behind it. Um, you certainly have an opportunity for pretty good weather in Charlotte, uh, for the game. So, uh, you know, and then they're a great team. They have a really, really good team. So they're going to be, it's going to be two great games. 
Uh, obviously Friday's indoors in the regular arena and then Saturday will be the outdoor game, but uh, it'll be a cool thing to be a part of for sure. Yeah. It's Saturday. They're calling for a low of 30. It'll get up to 50, which all right, that should be okay for the ice there. That, that that's ideal. And you know, no, no precipitation knock on wood right now. That course could change. Seth, my question is, um, are you getting any help with uh, what you're wearing out there? Like when you're watching the NHL winter classic, the head coaches, they're all kind of dressed up nicely here. Like if, have you put any thought into what you're going to wear out there on Saturday? I leave that completely to equipment manager, Andrew Stegheis. So, um, he does have jackets, um, team apparel, you know, things of that nature. Our players have come up with a very good idea for their, uh, their walk-in, hmm, so to yeah. speak. You know, that's kind of the new thing. Teams come in and, in uh, team attire. Um, I thought they came up with a very, uh, you know, hometown appropriate um you know a, a idea for for what they're coming in um so that'll be cool um and uh i will wear whatever jacket andrew gives me and be happy to do so you know gene brought up the, the temperature and god i i remember when they did frozen frontier it was 10 years ago now 10 right? years ago seth like yeah, you watch the video of that like, the, the the college game the night before it was a snow squall it was bad but the night the Amherst were here. It was fantastic. Well, I also remember later that weekend, I was participating in a three-on-three yeah. uh, tournament, and it was warmer, and the ice was soft. I mean, it, you, you take that into consideration for Saturday night's game, knowing that the, the playing surface might be just a little bit off from what the guys are used to. I mean, there's so many drinks that you play in that uh, the ice conditions in pro hockey aren't as good as we'd like to believe it is. Um, most of our guys, like... The ice is better in a youth hockey rink because it's cold and, and um, the pro, you know, a lot of the rinks, you know, Cleveland probably had a concert or a basketball game the night before. You know, the ice isn't very good in Cleveland, you know, because it's a multi-use facility and it's being changed over all the time. So uh, realistically, the guys are used to it. Um, there's a lot of rinks around the American League and the NHL that the ice conditions are, are average at best. And um, so I don't think it's going to be dramatically different, uh, outdoors, uh, than it is, you know, in any other situation. Yeah. We're talking to Amherst head coach, uh, Seth Apper, who, boy, you got to wait until, uh, Wednesday the 14th before you're back home here, Seth. So at least, um, travel here this week, that's going to be nice. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The only time you'll get on a, a flight this year with the team, unless of course there's a postseason game. Well, we'd like to get on a flight in the in the Calder Finals. That'd be nice. Um, yeah, this is the only flight in the regular season. Uh, it's a great trip. Um, Charlotte's a really, really nice city. Uh, they uh, they always have a good team, so you know you're going to be challenged. You know it's going to be two really good games. Um, it's kind of fun playing the same team back-to-back occasionally. You don't want to do it all the time, but occasionally it is fun. There's a little animosity that builds up between the teams uh, as the weekend goes on. So, uh, there's a lot of things I think that are great about it. Uh, you stay right downtown. This year it'll be even better. More of our front office staff, um, you know, from Rochester is heading down, and and that that's fun. Uh, we're going to go to a staff dinner on Thursday night. Uh, you know, you have you know the marketing people, and you know, just more 
uh, media relations, more people than normal would come and you don't always get to hang out with them and, and get to go to dinner with them and, and share those experiences. And so, uh, that'll be, that'll be a fun thing to participate in the whole, the whole weekend. How is it getting back? Uh, Yuri Kulik here, uh, tied for points in the world junior. And, uh, did you get to watch uh, much of it uh, in Yuri's play there, Seth? Yeah, I was glued to it. I love the world juniors. Uh, always have. Um, and obviously coaching at USA probably brought me more into the fight a little bit. Um, so, but yeah, I, I watched as much as I could. I saw most of Cooley's games. Uh, I, he was outstanding. Um, it was really, you know, we got a great email from their head coach, uh, to the Sabres organization, you know, thanking us for letting them come, but also praising him for not his play, the leadership, uh, and, and, uh, the things that he did for the team uh, from a leadership perspective. And, and that's why we let him go. Uh, the leadership, the pressure, putting the C on for his country, having to lead them to another medal, uh, back-to-back medals for the first time in over two decades. And, you know, it was really cool. We saw, I, you know, we saw a lot of things in him that we see from Michael Mersh. We, we saw him going up and down the bench at TV timeouts before the game, things that Mershy does. And you always wonder, like, he's 18, 19 year old kid. Is he watching all this? Is he taking all this in? Well, he is. Um, and, you know, another neat thing I thought was, you know, I was talking to Cooley today about his experience, and um, he talked about being frustrated at one point in the tournament, and he called Roseanne. And I thought, man, is that. Is wow. that cool uh, that these guys have forged such a friendship and such a bond uh, that who's he going to turn to when he's frustrated? He's going to turn to his good friend, uh, Isak. And uh, I just think it speaks volumes about both those kids. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, he's our leading goal scorer. He's one of the best players on the team. So it'd be huge to have him back. Yeah, and I wouldn't sell yourself short on that one either, Seth. I mean, these kids are a product of their environment, and it's an environment that you've created there through the course of time where you've got guys, you know, like Mersh that, that set a tone, a leadership uh, quality that, that others just kind of gravitate towards. And that, that starts with the decisions you and the organization make in the offseason. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. It's, uh, I am a better coach with guys like uh, Michael Mersh and Ethan Prow uh, leading the way. Uh, there's just no doubt about it. And I feel very fortunate um, that I've only uh, coached a couple games of pro hockey in my life uh, without Michael Mersh by my side. Uh, Seth, those couple games up in Buffalo, I'd be remiss because you're, you're our insider now for the Sabres. Are we allowed to kind of get excited? Here comes the homestand two in a row. What are your thoughts about tonight here? I am excited. Um, I felt I really liked the feeling on the bench in those two games. And I know the second game didn't go well, but you just, you know, you're an outsider and you come in um, and you're connected, you're invested, but you are an outsider a little bit. So you probably perceive things a little differently. Um, and there's still things they, they of course, they, they need to get better at. But um, I really liked the feeling I got from the key guys. Um, you know, and, and, and Thompson and Darlene are the, are the biggest drivers, right? Uh, they're the best, the best forward and the best defensemen and the guys that are the most important players. And I just really liked the competitiveness and the energy and the spirit about those two in good times and in bad on the bench. And I remember thinking, man, that's a really good sign. Um, and obviously they're healthy right now. And, um, to, to Jack Quinn is starting to play really good hockey and, uh, the goaltending's uh, been been you know, pretty sharp. Uh, Pekka Lukanen obviously had a great game in Pittsburgh, which is great to see. So 
Um, you know, I'm not going to predict that they're going to go on like a 15 game winning streak, but I do think uh, they're trending in a good direction right now. So just from a coach's perspective, because it's still on, on my brain from their last game against Pittsburgh, Don twice, not once, twice challenged Pittsburgh goals and nailed both of them. Not only nailed it, but he was like emphatic about it. He didn't even sweat it. Like he just knew when he challenged both of them. And, and you know, you don't want to get that penalty there. So new strategy, coach, just challenge every goal. What do you think? Well, I, I was one for one up there. My good buddy, uh, Justin White, who started in Rochester, was a student uh, intern when I first got hired here. And the problem was that I, I praised him too much. I was begging <laughs> Kevin to keep this guy in our organization. He's from Buffalo. He believes Buffalo. And I was like, I know we don't need two video coaches in Rochester, but let's just find a way to keep him. Well, we kept him, and, and they gave him a contract to stay in Rochester. He was beaming. Well, about a month later, Donnie lost a video guy, and Donnie called me, and he said, I heard you got some wonder kid down in Rochester. And, uh, and he's like, what does he do? And I'm like, well, Donnie, uh, you're Italian. You'll understand this. He says, he's my consigliere. <laughs> and that's Justin White. And so Justin makes those calls. He reviews those things. And, uh, man, was he hot. I texted him. I was like, stay hot, kid. This is a great night for you right now. Doesn't have to buy uh, any, any meals for at least a week, I would imagine. He's getting taken care of. He's, he is beyond good at his job and, and, and just a fantastic person to have on your staff. Yeah, Seth, um, boy, fun weekend ahead here. Safe travels down to Charlotte. Looking forward to our conversation next Tuesday. Thanks for your time today. Thanks, guys. You got it, Seth Appert, Rochester Americans head coach, as the team prepares for uh, a series this weekend in Charlotte, including an outdoor match on, uh, on Saturday night. That's, that's a lot of fun. Hmm. Um, Will we ever get another outdoor no. game here? <laughs> that was quick. No. Not even up for debate. It didn't make money. That's last right. Time. Yeah, that's right. It, you know, will it make money in Charlotte? Well, here's why I'll, I won't say that it won't. A lot of Rochesterians migrate down south and live in Charlotte. A lot of former Rochesterians. Are a lot of people with kidding me. Anybody Rochester with like a blood. two hour, like that's like number two on the list behind Florida, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like Charlotte is where people that used to live in Rochester go to hide. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just to hide, just to kind of be off the radar. It's not the South. It's not Florida. I And I don't know the business pros and cons of living in North Carolina versus living in Florida or if there are any, but I just feel like the people that I've heard of that move to Charlotte are all the people that I'm like, well, what are you hiding from? Well, Why are you leaving yeah, Rochester? I, I've been to Charlotte, and it's like, yeah, there are buildings, and it's just not a vibe down there, though. Like the NFL stadium is right down there, but that nobody ever talk. You, you talk about destination cities, nobody ever talks about Charlotte. Like the Bills are okay, you can go down there very easily. It's an but, emerging market, though. That's what they have going for them. Is they're an emerging? They're growing. They're not. They're not regressing. They're progressing. And, and the vibe, Nashville, Charlotte, you know, Tampa, Florida, you know, Austin, all those markets, emerging markets, Vegas. That being said, their baseball stadium, oh, my gosh. Name me a better, more picturesque stadium in AAA than that Minor one. league ballpark yeah. stadium. 
uh, elite minor league ballpark stadium. All right, we got to get to uh, more news and notes from around the NFL. We'll get to happy hour here in a little bit as well. If you want to pull up a stool, the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line is open at 866-4FAN. It's award-winning barbecue from Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub in the new location at 135 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, goodsmokebbq.com. We've got we've got another firing in the NFL to tell you about that happened here in the last 24 hours and um, more to unpack from our conversation with Matt Perino as we learn who will be starting a quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers who won't be on the field for the Pittsburgh Steelers and oh by the way a national championship uh, last night that hey look the game itself might not have been as as tight as you would have liked it to have been from a entertainment standpoint but I mean, you can't take anything away well you can take a lot mm. away from michigan actually i mean the, the debate could be will this be a title that they have to vacate somewhere down the road and what's next for michigan head coach jim harbaugh we can get into all of that and more also on uh elon's twitter that's x at the fan rochester where uh one of our regulars brian from east hilton i listen to you guys every day for the whole three hours coach appert tuesday interviews are probably my favorite segment of the week what a class act at Amherst Hockey. Yeah. He, he's going to be an NHL head coach. He was an NHL head coach for a weekend. I was very excited for that. To me, that's you're, you're like the interim head coach. Here's my resume, and he fit right in. So we got to enjoy Seth while we have him here. That's our job to promote not only players, but to promote coaches. Brian, appreciate that. Jack also writing in. I couldn't get off the road to during your Matt Perino interview. How does he book guests like Marcel Louis-Jacques on his podcast? Well, that's a question for Matt, I suppose, but Matt's pretty dialed in. Yeah, you just ask. Yeah, <laughs> you just so, say, hey, are you available? Yeah. And if you, I mean, Marcel, Matt have a relationship because they both covered the bills at the same time, right? So, Well, you remember, we would have Marcel on every weekly, week. And it was actually Matt be like, you know, hey, you can put Marcel on every week, but you can't love Matt. Come on in. And that's how Matt Perino right. became our weekly guy. And by the way, you want to talk about Perino being a class act or, or Seth Apert being a class act. What makes him a class act, Brian? Jack, what makes him a class act? They tolerate us on a <laughs> weekly basis. Let's let's be honest. I mean, we, we can't thank them enough for giving their time for us to share with you and and you know putting up with and tolerating us and our goofy questions. I mean, Perino... Perino just wants to, you know, take a shot at you wherever he can, Gino. I mean, yeah. you, between you wedging your foot in the door for the shout podcast and Seth was great today. Loved uh, hearing some of the behind the scenes, uh, not just the team, but also, the, you know, I, I knew that there was something about the video reviews the other night in Pittsburgh that that's like, no, Donnie is is pretty confident about both of these calls, like the, both of these challenges. He didn't even really look twice. So that's a lesson, right? And whether you're McDermott, whoever it is. Because you need to have that person up in the box, video, boom, hire the best, hire the best, pay them six figures and make that your guy. And it's worth, you know, it, it won the Sabres the game on Saturday night. Sure, consigliere. And McDermott got a, a challenge, right? Which, I mean, come on, you had McDermott getting challenges, you had Granado getting challenges, like w- everything bouncing our way uh, last weekend. Let's see if okay. it continues tonight. All right, so I feel like, okay, Cliff notes here. Consigliere, a member of the Mafia family who serves as an advisor to the leader and resolves disputes within the family. Wait, you haven't watched The Godfather? You didn't know that that's what a consigliere was? Gene, have you watched The Godfather? Do they do they say that in The Godfather? Answer the question. 
Oh, I have. Yeah, okay. I've watched Godfather Two is better than Godfather One. That's the take. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the uh, consigliere, the guy that the Robert Duvall's character is okay. always uh, advising what you should do or what you shouldn't do and how you should do it, and kind of deploying the troops. And you know, just he's he's kind of spinning the plates, all the plates that are happening. It's it's him. He's the the guy that's so the consigliere sick. is just as important as the boss. You though. say he's like. Um, Legal counsel, right? Like yeah. I'm the guy that's gonna, you know, get you out of trouble if you have some issues. We'll make them go away. Very quietly, an important member of the family. Kind of like the wolf. Oh, no question. You're the wolf, yeah. Winston Wolf. Yeah. I'm here to solve problems. Absolutely right. That that's exactly <laughs> We allowed the goal. Consigliere. Okay, I can solve this problem. <laughs> Review. Uh, a round of shots on the way after five o'clock as well. We'll go around the world of sports. And again, 866-4FAN. If you want to join us, 585-866-4326. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Vitaglia. <laughs> on 957 oh, yeah. FM and AM950, the fan Rochester. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 